Welcome to Fold in the Cheese, the recipe for fantasy football success. We are your hosts, two average dudes, watched a lot of football, played a lot of fantasy football, and our wives told us to get real jobs. And uh, we said pass. We'd much rather talk about football instead, so here we are. Uh, this is a podcast for those who are just starting in the fantasy football. We want to bring some knowledge to help you get started. We'll be here along with you on the whole journey throughout the season, checking in, checking in with players and seeing who we should sit, who we should start, all that fun stuff. And for those who are a little more advanced, don't worry, we got some stuff for you too. Yeah, so if you're a casual fantasy player and you're tired of not winning, we're going to change that for you. If you never played before and you feel like, hey, I think I'd like to play this and I think I'd like to win my first time through, we're here for you too. Let's make this happen. Get some W's. Let's get it. Welcome into Fold in the Cheese. It's your boy K Troll here on a special Wednesday episode, Thanksgiving week. Coming at you with some bonus back-to-back content. Ooh. And I'm joined as always by the Philip Carlisle to my PT Barnum. Do you, want to go? We're Ethan Gelfan, what's up, E? I'm just honored I get to be Zach Efron. I can only dream of being so dreamy. Can't we all? Can't we all? You know he's funny as hell in uh, Neighbors <laughs> a movie. Yes, <laughs> so good. He is actually. So I funny. mean, Zac Efron actually has some comedic chops to him. He's not just kind of like your stereotypical kind of look good guy and just right, be there right. for looks and whatnot. No, he he actually can hold himself, and he's going against Seth Rogen in those movies too, yeah. who is a comedic, yeah. you know, juggernaut. So yeah, he can hold his own, man. Really good I like stuff. Zach Efron. I'm not afraid to admit I like him. <laughs> Listen, it's like JT. All right. So like these guys were like teenage heartthrobs and we yeah. all hated them because the girls were just like obsessed with them. We're like, oh, I don't I don't get it. Like, like what? we didn't understand he's, why. He's lame. <laughs> oh, I don't I don't see the attraction there. <laughs> and then, uh, you know, all of a sudden they grow up a little bit and then you're kind of like, actually really like this guy. <laughs> these guys are cool. I would love to fan. be friends with them. Yeah. I know JT lives here in uh, Nashville, Leapers Fork, not too far from where I'm at. So, so why are you not best friends? I'm gonna uh, sidle over there and take <laughs> him to his life. Just hey, man, how are things? Just What's your right name? Up. Oh, <laughs> Justin. Oh, cool oh. name. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know um, Jessica? Is there a Jessica Bile in here? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Something like that. What do you got going on for Thanksgiving, man? Uh, what are we doing? Well, we did an early Thanksgiving with my parents last weekend, this past one, because nice. we're going to the northern part of the state for yeah. uh, Kirsten's family. Yeah. So, yes. How, how long is that drive? Uh, it's only about four hours, so not terrible. Yep. What about Michigan. you guys? I assume, let's see. I'm guessing your parents are coming in since you and Creighton are so close. That's right. That's right. So we do a um, every year on Thanksgiving, we have celebrated my dad's side extended relatives. Like used to be my grandparents on my dad's side that would host and then aunts and uncles from that side, we'd all kind of go there in North Carolina. And so we've had that tradition since I was born, as long as I've ever known. And so it's always like our Christmas for that side of the family. Just oh, nice. Way early, but it's the only time we can all always get together. So Thanksgiving is always a, a big celebration with the extended relatives. Um, that's my cousin, Wyatt, my boy, Wyatt, who listens to the pod. He'll hey. be there. Excited right. to see him chat about fantasy football. But uh, so the whole crew is uh, we rotated around on the okay. cousins. Uh, my generation, we rotate around who hosts, and this year Creighton is hosting. Oh, nice. So we'll be here in Nashville. Everybody's coming to town, and uh, it's going to be great because we'll be able to go see Jamie's family um, tomorrow, and then we'll go do the my extended relatives Friday, Saturday throwdown. Nice, man. That's sweet. Um, fun fact you say it's, you know, you kind of call this your Christmas. It will also be Hanukkah this year. Hanukkah is very early this year. Wow. Yeah. 
I, super I don't know that I realized Hanukkah rotated like that. It does because it's based on the Jewish calendar, which is the lunar calendar. So it's always changing. Wow. So do you do you and the Jewish folk talk about Mercury being in retrograde and things like that? <laughs> All the time we just look up at the sky and have telescopes and just... <laughs> All right. Time for Hanukkah. It's time for Hanukkah. <laughs> this is about right. Let me get my sundial out. Even well, your time. Yamaka. It's time for Hanukkah. <laughs> oh, thanks, Adam Sandler. Thanks for the shout you. out. I got you. So yeah, super early this year. Kind of funky. Wow. Um, but I want to go back to... Okay, so we're talking about Thanksgiving and um, Jason, our former you know guest host, he was yeah. telling us that, you know, he used to go to every Lions game on it's Thanksgiving, food, which I yeah. think, you know, is actually kind of cool if you think about it. Now it's obviously like impossible just because families and stuff like that. You have kids and our wives would murder yeah. us if that ever happened. Probably. But that I think that's a really cool tradition that they actually went to all those Thanksgiving football games. And, um, and it, you know, it's always the Lions, it's the Cowboys. Are the Redskins always a mainstay or are they kind of rotating? Nope, just the Lions and Cowboys. It's always Lions and Cowboys. Okay. Yep. So it's interesting. I was looking at an ESPN article the other day and it was showing um, the best Thanksgiving games for each team. And um, <laughs> ironically, you know, but it was funny. It's like the Bucks were on there, but they've only played one time on Thanksgiving well, and wow. they lost. So it was like their best game was a loss. Yeah. But it would just show the best games people had on Thanksgiving and the a common opponent, it was always beat the against, Lions against the Lions. Lions. Yeah. Beat the, like, come on, man. Like that's just messed up. So it then started getting me thinking, who do you think, or what do you think is the saddest sports city? I won't just narrow it down to football because the whole city. Yeah. I mean, like, wow. just like, Oh man, just dreadful athletics. Yeah, it's like turn. the worst kind of history. I mean, there was one that jumped to my mind right off the bat. Well, um, obviously, obviously, Detroit's got the Red Wings, so they were like Detroit has the Red Wings. And the Detroit Tigers had the Pistons good. in the early two thousands, true. And yeah. the Tigers went into the goal into the World Series. So yeah, I mean, it's just been the Lions who've been sucking. So Detroit Lions. is not a bad city sports wise. Um, when I lived in Atlanta, Atlanta was always a one of the most disappointed sports franchise cities. Yeah. Now, the, the thing about Atlanta is they will always make the playoffs in their sports. They just always have just these epic meltdowns it. and Although fails. Atlanta just won the World Series, man. I don't say your Braves, but yes, the Braves I, did I, just I, won. I'm, ha- I'm very happy for them, and I'm excited for my Atlanta friends, of course, but right. I'm a Cardinals fan, diehard, true, true, yes. all the way all the way through. You saw me. I stopped myself. I didn't say your Braves. I stopped. Yeah. I adopted them as a second team for a while, yes. but um, the same division is tough, or same same. Yeah, National League, tough. Same league. But yeah, so Atlanta's always tough because um, they always had this like curse against them. But the Braves have been like the the lone bright spot. Well, when we were growing up, I don't know if you were really into baseball yet. The Braves of the 90s were oh unstoppable. But yeah. they, as you said, they would always make the playoffs and always choke. The they only made the World, World Series. Yeah, they the won The only once. World Series was 96. And, I rem- and uh, ironically, they played the team who I think is the saddest sports city, which is Cleveland. Yeah, Cleveland has got to be up there. Prior to LeBron somehow winning that title with them, what have they done? The Browns, the Indian, have, well, the Indians won. No, they didn't. Uh, yeah, they didn't. They well, I know nope. they played. They the lost Cubs to the Marlins. Lost. They lost to the Cubs. They've lost to the Braves. I thought the so, Indians actually won. No, they haven't. Years they now. have never won. Jeez, Louise. And you so know the it was, Cavs, it was the Cavaliers that Cavs one have been sad. The Browns have been sad. Don't even have a hockey team. So, I don't know. I just, Cleveland always Cleveland, jumped to my mind. Man, I swear I thought the Indians won. I know they were in it. I guess they were in it against the Cubs. And I just now that I used to believe that the Cubs won. Right. Although now that I said, I guess they have made three World Series. But anyway, yeah, they've just always seemed so sad to me. 
It's got to be Cleveland then. That's a good call. Um, <laughs> you know the shot uh, Jordan hit over the uh, Cavs in the playoffs. I don't yep. think it was for the Eastern Conference Finals, but anyway. Have you ever seen that parody video of um, they call a timeout right before that play? And so you see him in the huddle and the coach is talking to up. It's like, all right, who are we going to get to guard Jordan? Who's going to stop him on this? We know he's taking the shot. Who are we going to stop? <laughs> yeah. You know who the player was who actually guarded him? And like, and his name was Craig Elo. And his okay, name was, was he was just like a little man. white guy. And so like the coach is looking around. He goes, all right, we got like Ron Harper, defensive player of the year. We've got so-and-so who's been locking him up all day. And then you just see little Craig Elo. I'll guard him, coach. Let me do it. I'm good for this. <laughs> <laughs> and then the coach is like, all right, is everyone good with Craig Elo, not Ron Harper, da, 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 not, not Garden Jordan. It's all on Craig Elo. <laughs> I was like, yep, yep. Yeah, okay. yeah, sure. Yeah, we're yeah, good with this. Sense. That makes perfect sense, yeah. <laughs> and then it shows, you know, the actual clip shot, hitting it over Craig Elo. Yeah. And then... <laughs> So then it comes back and it's uh, Craig Elo walks in the locker room. Wow, that did not go well. But <laughs> hey, guys, the Cavs only have good things coming for us. Elo out. <laughs> he just walks. <laughs> I think I have seen some videos of Jordan like after he does, you know, he does the big fist bump yeah, the after big that fist shot, bump. right? I think I've seen him like punching various Cleveland franchises or something <laughs> like that, where he's just like knocking people out left and right. That's a, that was one of the most iconic sports moments, I'd say. But yeah, Cleveland. For sure, for the L. Okay, we'll take Cleveland for the L. Um, right. So there, there you have it. I kind of, I kind of hate that uh, old Jay doesn't get stadium food on Thanksgiving, though. I feel bad for him. I feel That's like that true. should be like a, hey, you knew what you signed up for when we got married, kind of thing. Like I, I feel like his wife's actually kind of. Well, didn't he say he? I, I think he said in that conversation. Oh no, he met his wife at Thanksgiving, not at the stadium. Okay, was I was like gonna say, first, I thought, oh yeah, I it was the was first. About, like she was hardcore too, but yeah, because it was the first year. Like he didn't go to the game, and that's when he met her. But That's she is right. hardcore too. I went over to their house one night to watch the uh, Packers and Lions, and they have a legit setup, and she's all about it too. So, well, how to, does she feel about Tim Boyle? How does she feel about <laughs> Tim Boyle? Let me just ask you that. Oh, um, they are super pumped for some Tim Boyle action. So, word on the street is that Goff says he's a game time decision. He's decided <laughs> himself. He's a yep. game time decision. He might play. So uh, that would really ruin the the Boyle Dalton um, epic matchup, epic showdown uh, tomorrow. But we'll see. I got some other news from around the league here. Kamara and Ingram both didn't practice yesterday. It was kind Jeez. of a light practice or a walkthrough or a simulated practice. Not sure if that means they're not going to play, but you have to keep an eye on it. Tony Jones Jr. was Kamara's backup earlier in the season. He went on IR, which I think is one <laughs> of the reasons prompted them to bring in Ingram. He is now off of IR, so he's, I think, available. Could end up being the starting running back if both oh, those guys sit. And it's well, not... Why don't- Impossible. Just do the uh, do the continuing trend of putting a wide receiver in the backfield. So Marquez Callaway, you've been disappointing fantasy owners all year. Maybe you can do something Boom. as a running back. Marquez Callaway, you're now the new running back for the Saints. Yes. Um, speaking of running backs, the Titans waived AP. That was a short-lived experiment. He should have gone uh, to Dancing is, with the Stars. He isn't. He's probably really regretting that right now. Um, they moved Ontrell Hilliard to the active roster. Marcus Johnson back on IR, that receiver that kind of flashed for a minute there. He's back on IR for the second time, which means he's done for the Jeez. year. So Dontrell Hilliard looked pretty good in that Houston game, that slot fest. Um, I don't know a ton about him. I feel like, was he the San Diego State guy a couple of years ago? It was like kind of a it's, big name out of college. It sounds familiar. I just hope he's related to Ike Hilliard. Remember him on the Giants? Remember old Ike? Mm-hmm. I hope it's mm-hmm. like his, I don't know. I don't know how the age gap would be. But yes, no, I don't know much about your Could boy. Could be. Okay. Anyway, um, not super relevant. I mean, Hilliard 
was a decent little pass catcher and good runner and all that. So like, I don't know, maybe he fills in that Jeremy McNichols role. I think Deontay Foreman is the starter, but that, that whole backfield could be in flux. Who knows? Jeez. Um, other big news, Joe Flacco and <laughs> Mike White both out with COVID. All right. <laughs> Jeez, so man. The Jets are uh, forcing Zach Wilson to play again. Is, and not even this, sure if he's healthy, but he's back in. Say, is this like the Jets nightmare scenario? It's like, oh, God, now we actually have to play Zach Wilson and we have to commit to him. Crap. To <laughs> so like what, what's in, what's going to be interesting is Flacco and Mike White both made that offense kind of move. You yeah. know, like they were at least showing signs of life. So now it's like if it doesn't work, it's on Zach Wilson, you know. So that'll be kind of interesting to watch. Josh Johnson will be the backup. They've seen four quarterbacks. That's absurd. This season. I mean, isn't that just crazy. I mean, that sucks. Yeah. And I thought this was relevant. Um, Jason Garrett got fired as a New York Giants offensive coordinator. He's been kind of in the in the news for the, all the wrong reasons a couple <laughs> times this year. And uh, well, but the offense is just dead. I mean, oh, they, yeah, they show maybe, in the maybe past, somebody new will kind of light it up. I mean, they do need a fresh start. I think they need to get rid of everybody on in that organization on the uh, administrative side. But I mean, they're showing something about Garrett. The, pa- the stats are his past two years. They've ranked anywhere from 26 to 31st in the league and basically all offensive categories. Um, so yeah, but the weird thing was I was listening to more stories about him and Joe judge didn't even have any relation with Jason Garrett prior to him hiring him. Like didn't know him. didn't work with him ever before. So I'm just like, Hey, you should hire Jason Garrett. All right. Sure. Okay. That, yeah. That worked out well. So he was a head coach. who was a terrible offensive mind. I'll <laughs> give it a try. He was a quarterback for the giants for a few years. Let's get him. He was a quarterback at one point. He went to Princeton, remember? So he's, he's smart. Super smart. But everybody kept saying, yeah, he's he's just terrible play caller. I mean, I think he, he was terrible in Dallas, terrible here. Can't get well, worse. So I was they've got so many weapons on offense. Like, they surely, they, surely they can get something going. Uh, I was listening to Keyshawn Johnson talk about him. Or no, it's either Keyshawn Johnson or Jason Williams. And they were saying, if it wasn't a run, run, pass, you were surprised. <laughs> like, run on first down, run on second down, pass on third. It's like, oh. Oh, something different. Hey. Oh, my gosh. They passed on second down. Whoa. <laughs> yeah, so that's awful. Um, hopefully, you'll see some signs of life out of Saquon, Ugh. Galladay, who's done nothing there. Uh, Sterling Shepard's been injured a bunch. Maybe he'll come back this week. Kadarius Tony has flashed. You got Darius Slayton, Evan Ingram. And there's a lot of, there's a lot of players like got that, some tools. that can play. So. Yeah. Who knows? Our boy Ricky is busy today on the uh, on the free agency. <laughs> I keep getting I keep getting alerts. He just picked up Tony Jones. He must be listening to the live stream of the uh, podcast here. He just picked up Tony Jones. He also picked up and is starting Khalif Raymond <laughs> of the Detroit Lions. I was about uh, to ask who is Khalif Raymond. Yeah, uh, he was. A, I, you know, you know, the only reason I know him is because he was on the Titans <laughs> before he <laughs> before he went to the Lions. He was our like kickoff returner, but <laughs> like that's, fifth wide receiver. That's you know? who you want starting on your fantasy team. Yeah, fifth wide he, receiver, kick returner. Like he, I will tell you, he's like a legit burner. He's he's very fast. He's very small, very fast. But uh, yeah, he plays for the Lions now, so he'll be playing tomorrow against the Bears. Maybe he's onto something. Who knows? But. Hey. Yikes, Ricky is in trouble. <laughs> Sorry, Rick. You know what? Ricky's a savvy player. He, he'll piece it together. Yes, he will. All right, let's get some updates from last week's action. DFS, we talked about this some yesterday. This pissed me <laughs> off, but <laughs> we both sucked. You won 111 to 105 on that so stupid Mike Williams touchdown. That was garbage. No, uh, that, was, were, that was lovely. Okay, whatever. You are now up 7 to 4 on the weekly and up. On a hundred or something on the uh, season long point totals. So, but, but what happens this week? You get your boy back. 
I do get my boy back. And, and his uh, price went up on his bye week. That's yeah. what I love. His price went higher, and he didn't even play. <laughs> I can't promise I started him, so what? we'll see what happens. Oh, no, you can promise. That was the deal. I only wanted to make sure I did it in case you were doing it, and it seems like you're pretty off of him because he got too expensive, so I've on to your tricks. <laughs> Figured you out. We'll see. All right, last week's sports book. I went two and two on this one. Cincinnati covered the minus one point over Vegas. They crushed them. <laughs> Uh, Dallas was a dud. I had them plus two and a half against Kansas City. Partly got blown up by the stupid Titans game. Uh, and yeah. The Texans winning stupid. that game, which is total garbage. Titans. Um, but the San Francisco and Jacksonville game went under 45, as I expected. So two and two last week. Try and get right this week as well. How about a quick do it board update for us? Do it. Do it. Do it. Do you want to do the overall do it board first or our, our weekly fun do it bets? <laughs> I'll just uh, let me just go ahead and take care of that real quick. The <laughs> yeah, weekly no do it bets was a freaking disaster for me. <laughs> it's funny, like after we picked the teams, like I, I guess I didn't really realize it as we were picking the players, but afterwards I was looking at my roster. I'm like, wow, Kemper did a terrible job picking his team. <laughs> I really did. I'm not even mad. Like I and really did a terrible job at that. So Tom Brady, Christian McCaffrey, and Devontae Adams murdered. <laughs> who was your? I don't even remember your quarterback. Who was it? Dak. Dak. Oh, against Kansas City, right? And uh, Debo, who was converted to a running back. And then Najee and Harris. Najee. Like, Debo and Najee were fine. But, like, Devontae Adams, to be fair, that game was such a shootout. I, I was just like, ah, oh, he's kind of being held in check. And then he got a touchdown. I, I was like, dang, okay. And then he got another touchdown later. I was just like, come on. Like, someone cover this dude. You well, know? You, you texted me at one point. Like, both of your players on your do it bet have just scored touchdowns within five minutes of each other. I was like, within like 10 check. seconds of each other, they both scored immediately. Like, it was like, I was like, oh, I'm doing okay. It's like, touchdown, touchdown. I was like, oh, crap. <laughs> ah, crap. So, yeah. So, no so, my threesome beat your threesome. But, but hey, I'm just happy our uh, our weekly do it bet is now tied 5-5. Five, 5-5. Five. So five, five. You've been coming out. back last two weeks. I've got yeah. an interesting one for us today as well. I like it. It's all kickers and defenses. All right. That's right. But <laughs> moving on to the season-long do it bet uh, board is you are the one who can claim first victory now that Chris Carson is officially out for the season. He officially loses to one David Montgomery who is back and healthy and actually playing. So congrats. He won that uh, that season long. It's Boom. already done in week 12. 1-0. That's 1-0 right there. And he'll have that title for at least five more weeks. So you can hold that over. Right? Maybe. Assuming the Bears don't switch to Wildcat offense. And just, <laughs> which just have might. running backs. Like, that, really won't yeah. that won't count. That won't count. So yes, you're talking about quarterbacks. Let's take a look. Okay, so Matt Ryan has now had three bye weeks. Um, <laughs> since last week he gave a whopping point six eight points, and this week he had a whopping two point one two points. He's just trying um, to let him catch up. He's know, just, just getting him back in the game, making it interesting for you. Uh, so yes, you have ju- you have the Chicago back or quarterback lineup. So Justin Fields went down. So I was like, yes, but then I forgot you also get Andy Dalton. That's right. So I was like, damn it. So the two of them combined, they got twenty three and a half points. So that that was a huge making some ground up. So right now Matt oh. Ryan is still ahead of Chicago. 172 to 125. But I feel like he's been in, a, in, in the 170s for, for three ever. weeks now. <laughs> yeah, because like 170 to 100. He's like 170.6 to 125. 172.6. <laughs> yeah, things aren't looking great for He might just get getting benched here pretty soon, which would be you terrible. Know what? He gets Jacksonville, so if there's a get right game, this is it. Don't tell the Bills that. That's all I'm saying. Fair, fair point. All right, so yes, Matt Ryan is still winning, but is the downward trend. 
downward trend. Okay. Uh, now to the best matchup of the year is our wide receivers. CD Lamb obviously uh, got a little banged up, so he had a rough one as the entire Cowboys offense. So he only got you 4.4 points last week. Yeah. Chris Godwin had another solid outing. Uh, so he got 19.2. That early touchdown with Tom Brady helped out. Yep. So Godwin is now slowly uh, edging his lead out. He's got 154 points to 141. So he took the lead after this week. Yep, that hurt. And CD could miss this week too. I mean, although I've heard he's attending practice like uh, meetings and stuff like that, which I guess is a decent sign that he doesn't have any uh, lingering effects from his concussion. So it's not to say he's progressed as a protocol or anything like that, but uh, keep an eye out. He actually may possibly suit up. Um, I'm not sure what the timetable is. Like, Take your time, CD. Move. Take your time. It's fine. Get in there, CD. We Take don't want to see Cedric Wilson and Noah Brown. <laughs> <catching> <laughs> passes. I do tomorrow. want to see Dalton Schultz. So that's fine. Please, God. Um, so after our, our running backs went on the uh, goose egg fest for six weeks when they were both hurt, we decided to do a little additional running back bet, which is now becoming a runaway son of a bitch. Uh, Simba himself, Jonathan Taylor is crushing it. He got you 54 points as everybody knows with his ridiculous output against the bills. Uh, Dalvin cook had a fine game. You know, he got you, got me 22 and a half, but Jonathan Taylor Thomas is ahead 115, uh, to 60. In that's, the past I mean, three, three weeks, weeks. <laughs> three weeks He's averaging 40 points a week. <laughs> oh my God, man. So it's insane. I mean, what's, what's crazy is like Dalvin is literally getting 20 every week. It's like 20, 20, 20, like right. on the just, dot, 20, 20, boom. 20. Not it's just, blowing you away, just insane. being good. Yeah, but that's insane. It's got to stop at some point, right? Maybe. Anyway. Yeah. That'll do it for the do it board, my friend. Do it. All right, Pixie and Pick'em last week. You were money in the bank. You got 10 I correct did. picks. Leslie had nine. I had eight. So I went I went off script. I told you I was getting a little, a little, a little, a little crazy on the upset picks. A little I might do it again this week. We'll see. But <laughs> now Leslie's in the in the lead again by a game. I'm in second, and you're only a game behind me. So we were all bunched up there at the top. Yeah, I had a good week last week. I was happy yeah. with that. Yeah, we'll see. That was, that was good. That was money for you. Uh, let's make some picks this week. What do you say? Let's do it. Let's do How it. How about... The first turd fest on Thanksgiving, <laughs> the the morning game, at least if you're here in the central times, an 1130 kick, oh, yeah, 1230 right. Eastern Chicago Bears traveling to Detroit. I heard Detroit. I was reading about this Thanksgiving tradition thing. They have been doing this Thanksgiving game since the 1930s. They were wow. the first team to kind of make it a staple. And um, the Cowboys didn't get on board until the 60s. And so the Lions have done it now, you know, almost 90 or 90 ish games, but they're like, 37 and 50 or oh god like, like the record is like the losing record is terrible so anyway they've been doing it the longest this is their tradition the bears go to the detroit lions what are you feeling this week man again with this epic qb matchup uh, you know i prior to Goff being injured and hurt i really wanted to pick the lions i really did just because you know they were scrappy against those steelers um didn't look that great last week but anyway they held a tight against to. the Browns, man. Another three-point loss. But the Browns are gross, too. So, yeah. So, yeah. They've, they've been scrappy. But, you know, Goff being hurt. I mean, Khalif Raymond now being there. Or, that's right. Was it Khalif Raymond? Is that his last name? Yeah. That is his name. That's okay. correct. <laughs> With he being their number one option. Uh, Wiz Khalifa. Wiz Khalifa. Black and yellow. That would be for the Steelers. Damn it. Um, but, anyway. I got to go Bears here. I know... I tell you the truth, I feel a little more confident with it being Andy Dalton, just with the more traditional passing game. Uh, David Montgomery's getting healthy. I think Andy Dalton will be able to spread it around. He showed what he could do the second half of last game, and uh, their offense looked better for it. So I'm, I'm going Bears. 
Yeah, I agree. I mean, I actually don't think Tim Boyle is that much of a downgrade from Goff this oh, wow. year. As much as he was such a, like, and I got to tell you, I did watch Jared Goff in college. The dude was lighting it up when mm-hmm. he was at Cal. He was a stud. Hey, Jared oh. Goff is a Super Bowl losing quarterback. <laughs> you know what? That's true. That's fair. They, um, I mean, I just think they couldn't have had different, more different college careers, but in the pros, they kind of look the same to me, honestly. So I, I don't think it's a downgrade for the Lions, really. But I agree. I think the Bears look like a better team and a more competent team. They both suck, to be honest, but I'm going to go Bears as well. But also, quick side note, didn't the Bears say they were firing Matt Nagy after this game? <laughs> like, they basically come out and said, hey, th- can you just do us a solid and coach this game? But then you're out. Did they say that? I I, he, he's like that. telling them that the rumors are false and all this kind of stuff. I'm like, dude, if you're if you're having to field rumors about being fired, like, did they not tell you yet? Or <laughs> is there like a note that got slipped in the don't in the tell Nagy. Room? Dude, I'll tell you what, man. If they lose the game, that's for damn sure gonna happen. Uh, yeah, <laughs> he knows that shit's happening. Okay, well, that was our first Thanksgiving game. So now the next one, the afternoon game, has the Las Vegas Raiders heading to the banged up Cowboys. Man, what's yeah, gonna happen? Man. It's really tough to tell because you don't know who's going to play for right. Dallas. I mean, if CD is out, this offense is inept, and that that really could have an impact on my pick. I think the Cowboys' defense is more trustworthy, uh, so I'm still probably going to lean Cowboys there. Right, but I don't love it, and it's like a seven and a half point spread, which is the highest of the week, which I really don't love. I don't get have that. Not, Raiders do not look good at all, but. Cowboys without CD and Amari is a very different team. So I'm, I'm very hesitantly going with Cowboys here. Okay. Uh, yeah, the Raiders, I think it finally caught up to them how much the off field issues have kind of made an impact on this team and in this locker room and all that. Uh, they've definitely come crashing back down to earth after they've lost three in a row. They were five and two. They were looking good even after all that. But I think, I think it's kind of realized like, yeah, we're, we're not as good as we were, we thought we were, and we've got a lot of stuff going on here. They're going to Dallas, and yes, Dallas is banged up, but this is still a Dallas team when they were banged up. Had Cooper Rush starting that beat a, a good Minnesota team, so I still have faith. As you said, their defense is still solid, um, and the Raiders just look not good, so I'm going to go with Cowboys. Yeah. To be fair, Cooper Rush did have Amari Cooper and CeeDee Lamb to this throw the true. ball to. So. That's true. But <laughs> that's a little bit easier. Balance. But, so but you yeah. got Cooper, obviously a downgrade in the quarterback, but the better in the uh, wide receiver action. But Dak, better than Cooper in the quarterback, wide receiver drop-off. So True. You know. And Gallup is healthy, so that does help. I mean, back. Gallup being back is a is a real win, especially in a time like this when these yeah. two guys could be, could be out. So we'll see. How about uh, Buffalo heading to New Orleans for the evening game Thursday night? What do you like here? I don't like it here. Yeah. Um, same. Although my new quarterback, Trevor Simeon, he's going to just be awesome. He's going to light it <laughs> so, up. So, I mean, man, what is wrong with the Bills? What is happening? Um, how far off the hype train have they gotten that they are now six and four, second in the division now, which is ridiculous? But I still think they're too talented top to bottom. Their defense, that was a. a, a abhorrent what they did against Jonathan Taylor. That's not going to happen the same again in, in New Orleans, uh, especially if Kamara and Ingram are not going. So I think Buffalo, they'll they'll figure it out. They're going to grind out a win. It's not going to look pretty, but they'll get the win. 
I thought it was beautiful what they did to Jonathan Taylor. <laughs> Good. I thought it was a masterful defensive plan to let him score five times. So was, I totally Just agree with that. Plan. All right, I totally agree with that. That's what we're going for. Let him score five times. It's cool. All right. So anybody here listen to Folding the Cheese, the podcast? So our boy Kemp has got Jonathan Taylor in this season-long do-it bet, okay? We're going to let him just light shit let. up, okay? He slipped us a 20. It's cool. We're he good. slipped us a 20. Uh, I'm guessing Bill's Mafia has got – the Bills rigging games so they can get the Super Bowl stakes higher and they can put in a nice plus bet on uh, the Bills to win the Super Bowl and everyone can win some cash up there. Who knows? I don't I don't like either of these teams right now. Um, I'm going to go with the Bills as well, but I feel kind of icky about it. Yeah. Um, I, I, I see why. But I feel like this is also another icky matchup coming up. Our first game on Sunday is the uh, the Steelers visiting the Bengals. And yeah, as I said, it just feels icky too. Yeah, they're um, the Bengals have been that team that you don't know what to predict, right? They'll they'll get blown out and they'll go blow somebody else out. So they're very tough to predict. Uh, the Steelers have been in a lot of tight games. They've been grinding them out. They've grinding out some wins. You know, like they're they're doing okay, um, and they're they're not going to get blown out, I don't think. But I do think Cincinnati at home will take care of business. They looked really good coming out of the bye last week against Vegas. I'm going to go with the Bengals. But I wouldn't be shocked uh, on the Steelers. So, like, I will say this just real quick. I'm not just, like, bury the lead. I'm not going to pick a parlay this week because I just don't think there are yeah. any games I feel so confidently slam in. dunks. No slam just, dunks. There's so many of these games where I'm just like, ugh, I could see the Steelers win this game. But right. if they lose, it's not going to be by a lot. Other than that seven-and-a-half-point spread, every game is under six points. Jeez. And the only one at six is the Titans and Patriots game. And everything else is really, like, four and under. I mean, they're all pretty close games. Yeah. So, I'm taking the Bengals. Well, this is going against every bone in my body, but I'm actually going for the Steelers. Hey, oh, uh, I know it's this, not going against the I hate Joe Mixon bone. In your body. <laughs> no, it's surprisingly not going against that one. But um, I love the Bengals, too. I, I love Joe Burrow. I love Jamar Chase. I, I love their offense. Minus Joe Mixon. Um, but they've been so inconsistent. And it just seems like even when they won relatively easily last week, they still didn't look great doing it. Joe Burrow kind of struggled a little bit, wasn't looking as sharp as he generally has. And yeah, the Steelers haven't been lighting it up either, but at the same time, they they find a way to win the gritty games. It's a crazy stat that Mike Tomlin has never had a losing season in Pittsburgh, and he's been there for what, 15 years by now or something, 14? Anyway, stat boy, check out that. But, um, and I know we're, we're not close to the end of the year yet, but, they're just yeah. a team that is pesky. They almost had that epic comeback last week. So I don't know. There's just something about me that says they're going to put it together against a Bengals team that should win, but the Steelers are going to. Yep. Uh, it is 14 years. He became the head coach in 2007, just to verify that. Stat boy got in my ear. I, I agree with you, man. And again, I wouldn't be surprised to see that. And um, he's a great coach. They've got a gritty team, even though they've been banged up. So yeah, I wouldn't be shocked by that. Ben, can't throw the ball more than 20 to 30 yards, but, but that's fine. They're he's tailoring the offense around good. it. <laughs> yeah. Deontay Johnson on a crosser is about as lethal as it gets, man. And he's yeah, very Pat quietly. Fryermuth, Pat Frymuth in the uh, red zone, man. That's his go-to guy. Very quietly, Deontay is getting like double-digit targets in nearly every game, and he mm-hmm. is just slashing people, you know? And Claypool's back. He's getting some um, you know, yep. good across the middle as well. So, hey. Again, I don't feel great about it. I hate picking the Steelers, but I, there's something about it that's, that's telling me they, they're going to get it. I don't hate that. I don't hate that at all. How about Tampa traveling to Indianapolis? Now, this is kind of an interesting game, really, because you've got two teams who are, who are really hot and both have playoff aspirations. It's in Indy. What do you think here? 
Well, the Bucks aren't really that hot. Prior to last beating the Giants, they had a technically a two-game losing streak with the bye in between. But you're right. You know, the Bucks played well. They crushed the Giants. The Colts, I mean, just call them the Simbas, are um, are on a hot streak. Again, we talked about it a little bit yesterday. The Colts are finally realizing that they need to run the offense through Jonathan Taylor, and they have shown that. They've shown that commitment. It's gone less from Carson Wentz's Carson Wentz centric to Jonathan Taylor centric, which is the wise play. And this is finally the Colts team that people are saying, oh, this is what we expected of them. They should be playing this well. They should be winning these games. And now they are. So this is a tough game in Indy. Um, Damn, I don't know, but I got to go with the Bucs just because I feel like this is a time in the year where Brady pulls it together and says, this is this is our tune up for the playoffs. And this is where we don't lose. This is where we show people why we are who we are and how they win. Um, Tom Brady, you know, he has a history in Indianapolis. He does very well playing there. And yeah, I got to go Tampa. Yeah, I um, I guess you're right about the the two game losing streak, but you know, kind of straddling the bye there, which I had kind of forgotten about. I think getting Gronk back meant a lot. Huge. To this team. You're right. I forgot to mention that because he just looks you know? so much more comfortable with him out there. And he and Gronk looks the healthiest he's looked all year. You know, since the injuries for sure. But I mean, <laughs> he looks he, he looks got well in the lung. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he looks well, and he makes a big difference for Brady and he makes does. Brady look better, and he converts on those third downs. He's a great option for him. So, I mean, that's we talked about this last week, but that that is when Tampa's got more than just the two weapons of Evans and Godwin, they become that dangerous team again. Now, AB is like maybe getting healthier and he probably not back this week, maybe next week, whatever, assuming he's not in prison. But <laughs> and then when they get him back, you're going to remember how damn good they were you yeah. know, and unstoppable they were. Uh, I think the Colts a little a little too dependent on Taylor and Pittman. Honestly, they have no other weapons, you know, and they've been money in the bank. So you don't need much more when you got Jonathan Taylor going off for five touchdowns, but I don't think he's going to get five touchdowns against the bucks. He might uh, certainly hope he does. Cause I've got him going <laughs> right. But I don't think he will. Um, and I think Pittman's kind of on an Island. I think he's a great receiver and he's a stud. No faith in know, TY. I don't know that uh, Tampa can shut him down. I have zero faith in TY. <laughs> or anybody else that they have. But uh, so I'm going to go with Tampa as well. But again, man, I wouldn't put money on this one either. I yeah. just, I don't so, know. Again, the Colts are hot. So yeah, and it's, been hot. it's a tough one. This one maybe not be, might not be as tough uh, as we got Carolina visiting Miami. Although Miami's hot, man. What are we feeling here? Miami is hot. Three game winning streak now for them. <laughs> Woo. Um, Lighting the world on fire. Although one was a good win of the Ravens. We'll give them that one. That's true. That's true. I uh, I feel like the Panthers have returned. They are the team that we saw early on in the season with Cam at the helm, just a competent quarterback. He's not lighting the world on fire. He's not going to in the passing game, but he's a dynamic runner, and he opens up the rest of the offense, and getting McCaffrey back obviously oh, was huge. massive for them. So I'm going to go Panthers in this one. I think this will be an easy win. Yeah, I got Panthers too. He just brings that kind of – it's interesting. It is a kind of a swagger back to that offense and, and more of a sense of security. Sure, Darnold was – you know, he could light things up, but then he could just throw complete stinkers. And Cam's not going to do that. His his window is much smaller, but you know what you're getting in that window. And I think that yeah. that level of stability. And as you said, the biggest thing is McCaffrey's healthy. He's back. Uh, so, yeah, it's it's going to be Panthers. Um, congrats on your Dolphins three game winning streak. But that that's coming to a close. <laughs> Good old Dolphins. All right. Yes. Now we've got one. Here's this is like perfect for rivalry week. It is actually. Uh, unfortunately, my Titans are limping into this game. So the Titans are traveling up to Foxborough to take on the Patriots. 
Tell me your analysis here. Man, this is I wish it was a full strength Titan team to really show to really give the Patriots a true test. I feel like, you know, the Patriots obviously are are hot right now. They've won four uh, in a row, five of the last six. So they're looking great. They're again, they're not lighting anybody on fire. They're they're sticking to their game plan. They're doing what they know. They're running the ball well with Damian Harris and Ramondre Stevenson. They're, you know, Mac Jones is not turning the ball over. He's taking care of it. He's being efficient with it. So he's doing everything you can ask for. That offense, you know, Josh McDaniels has a thing humming. Again, it's not lighting you up, but it's getting the job done. It's taking time off the clock. It's it's doing all right. So I'm I'm really happy with the Patriots doing. And their defense, I think, is probably the most promising thing. Matthew Judon, as we talked about, is probably one of the best signings that they had this offseason. And yep. everyone just seems to be clicking. Again, I'm bummed that the Titans aren't healthy. I would really have loved to see um, a full-strength Titan squad going against this. They they seem to be trending downward. Unfortunately, their offense is just looking mash unit. They're just looking not in sync. Tannehill is really falling off. I mean, I'm going with the Patriots. It's not like I have 100% confidence by any means because the Titans seem to still very talented. Uh, I just like the trend that the Patriots have been showing, and, and I'm excited to see this true test. This is um, I I have so little faith in the Titans this week to <laughs> get this thing done. Other than they have beaten all the good teams they've right. played, they really it's have. Like you know what? Like of course they could win the game. They beat the Bills and the Chiefs, and I mean they're beating everybody, right? Um, they don't have anybody left on offense. Like I don't know who you're going to throw to. Like if AJ doesn't go, please go Westbrook AJ. Akine, please go. You know you've got Westbrook Akine. If you if he's out, like. Chester Rogers, I get. I don't even know if he's still healthy, honestly. But I mean, ugh, it's it's ugly in the Titans right now, and yeah. I, I feel the same way. I wish these two teams were both fully healthy. The Patriots are much more healthy, and they look really good right now. Honestly, maybe they'll meet in the playoffs, and that would be they great. Could. That'd be great because we've seen that before, and it worked in the Titans' favor. <laughs> yes, it did. Uh, but I. I really, unfortunately, have got to go with the Patriots in this one as well. Ooh, yeah, I could tell the pain in your it's eyes. It's a better, it's a better team right now, man. It's a better team. I'm not who saying it thought, can't be done. Who would have thought we'd be saying that at this point in the year that the Patriots yeah. are the better team right now? Uh, well, it's injuries, you know. I don't. I, I think it at is. full health, I think I would, I would go with Titans. Uh, although I would be very respectful of what the Patriots are doing, but right. yeah. Okay. Yeah, that uh, that'll be a good one. I'm excited to see what, I what hope happens so. there. Vrabel certainly wants it. You know that. Yes, he does. They'll probably line him up on the goal line to get a touchdown himself. Shit. So. He, he might need to flank out to the wide receiver at some point. <laughs> All right. Now we're heading to the NFC East where we got the hot Philadelphia Eagles taking on the ice cold New York Giants. Who you got? You know, I would say this is like an, a pretty easy Eagles pick for me, and it still will be. I'm still going with the Eagles, but uh, I am excited to see if a new mindset and strategy unlocks something for the Giants. So that's the only thing that gives me hesitation, but I'm going with the Eagles. They're they're hot right now. They've got that running game working, and the Giants looked pathetic yeah. uh, against the Bucks. so I'm going to go Eagles. I, too, am going Eagles. They're, they are very hot right now, just the way they've been playing. Their offense is looking great. Jalen Hurts, uh, I saw some crazy stat. They were comparing Jalen Hurts and Lamar Jackson's first, like something 12 or 13 15. starts. And um, their stats were basically identical and yeah, Lamar 15, Jackson obviously won first 15 a, uh, games. Yeah, his yeah. first 15 and Lamar Jackson obviously won an MVP somewhere in there not the first 15 games, but within that range. And uh, yeah, he's looking good. The run game, they've, they really devoted to the running attack and that's, that's helped them. Their defense is playing better. The giants look so pathetic. Uh, did you see that one where Daniel Jones literally threw it directly to the bucks defensive yeah. lineman? That yeah. was his first interception of his career. 
So that's cool. Good for oh, him. Oh, you gotta love that. Gotta <laughs> love that. Uh, so yeah, the, you hope, as you said, you hope something gets unlocked with the Giants with a new direction, but it's it's going to be the Eagles this Sunday. Yeah, I'm I'm with you there. I agree. They they looked so bad. Daniel Jones looked so bad. All right, here's a here's another stinker. We got your Falcons taking on the Jags in Jacksonville. Who you got? My Falcons, man. Yikes, past two games. I'm happy they threw that dead against the Patriots, but hey. Uh, yeah, Matt Ryan looks terrible. Their offense looks bad. They just look so out of sync. Uh, is Cordero Patterson back or no? There's no news on him. No news. So he's probably still sitting. If there's no news, that means he's still hurt. That's what I'm going with. Anyway, maybe I'm going upset special. We're going Jags uh, at home. Wow. Yeah. They're plucky, man. I know they're not winning, but they're they're giving teams fits. They played that same Colts team tight. They beat that Bills team. So the Falcons are not plucky, um, especially right now. So I'm going to go with the Jaguars here at home, hoping that defense gives uh, Matty Ice some fits. But yikes. Still let Matty Ice score some fantasy points for the do it bet. So that'd be cool. I can't believe you picked against the Falcons. I just can't believe it. Um, hey, I'm, I don't... A, I'm a smart man. So Okay. Okay. <laughs> uh, wisdom over loyalty. Got it. So um, I agree. I don't know if Patterson's going to play. And if he doesn't play, then I have zero faith in the Falcons right. offense doing anything. Um, I also picked the Jaguars. I didn't uh, think you would. But <laughs> yeah, I picked the Jaguars. Um, it's worth noting. This is kind of like the news out there. Like Calvin Ridley is eligible to return from his three weeks. Now right. there's no update on him coming back. Um, Arthur Smith doesn't know anything about timetables or whatever. So uh, he is eligible. So keep an eye on his situation. Uh, obviously still wish him the best. Hope everything's going well for him, but uh, he is eligible to come back as soon as he wants to. Wow. Okay. Um, so next we are heading to the AFC it's a straight up AFC matchup, your division rival, Houston Texans going against my division rival, New York jets. Who are we going with? Ugh, another turd. <laughs> another like, gross. This, is, this is awful. And like the jets, I was going to go with the jets here, but I don't trust Zach Wilson at all. And Michael Carter is injured. I like what Elijah Moore is showing and Jameson Crowder is solid as well. I have no faith in the jets, um, minus Carter and with Zach Wilson, I got to go with the Texans. Although they did beat the Titans this past week, like they have not looked good to Rod Taylor, who I have, you love to I have backed Taylor. in the past. I do like to Rod Taylor. He has not been good since he came back from his injury, but I'm hoping that he can kind of put it together here. I'm going to go with the Texans. Yeah, this is just a gross fest. As you said, you know, with Elijah and this is the really sad thing. Honestly, if Joe Flacco was playing, I thought about picking the jets just Same. because he brought that same competency and relative stability, but that, you know, combined with uh, Michael Carter being out, I just, I can't see Zach Wilson coming in after not playing for the past four or five weeks. You know, he wasn't playing well to begin with anyway, feel bad for you, Elijah Moore. You're probably going to take another step or take a step back. And again, it's not like the Texans are letting people on fire, but they had a, they won a tough game against the Titans. And I think they can eke out a win against a gross jets team. So he's lighting people on fire. I love that. It's like your new new thing. Uh, all right, so we got the Chargers heading to the Broncos and Denver for an AFC West matchup. Who do you like here? I like the Chargers, man. Uh, just what they can do on offense. Herbert looked awesome. Eckler is just your utility knife, can do anything. Uh, again, they're just so stacked on offense. I don't know why their record isn't better than what it is. Obviously, they got some lapses on defense, um, letting those Steelers come back the way they did. But the Broncos are so up and down. Uh, Teddy Bridgewater has not been consistent. Um They've looked okay. You know, they beat the Cowboys and then they throw another stinker. So 
ugh, yeah, that's why I'm going Chargers just for more relative consistency, even though they've been up and down themselves, but they just have a much higher ceiling and more talent everywhere. Yeah, I agree. Um, the Chargers remind me kind of like the Bengals where you're like, on any given Sunday, they could absolutely light it up and you're like, that is a scary team. And then they'll throw a dud and you're like, how do you get blown out? You know, by like they got blown out by the Ravens. So I don't know. I don't know what causes that inconsistency, but Justin Herbert is a stud. Austin Eckler coming off a four touchdown game stud. You know, Mike Williams is capable. He's been in a bit of a drought until this freaking touchdown this past week. <laughs> uh, but Keenan Allen's a stud. I mean, they've got a lot of playmakers on that offense. Uh, Denver's got some playmakers too, and the running game is going to be key for them if they're going to get it done. But I'm going to go with Chargers as well. Chargers. All right. Chargers. So here's a good matchup. I think probably the game of the week as uh, the Rams are traveling to Green Bay. Matt Stafford going back to his NFC North uh, stopping grounds in the division. Uh, this would be a good one. He's going to want to forget most of his experiences against <laughs> Green Bay. <laughs> yes, this is true. Uh, he's going to walk in that place and be like, oh, God. <laughs> to take, to, don't, to, don't make me do it. Don't make me do um, it. I, I am hesitant about the Rams, man. They, mm-hmm. I know they're coming off of a bye, but they got steamrolled by the Niners. They did. And I don't know. I don't have a lot of trust in them. Uh, we got to see what Beckham brings to the team with Robert Woods being out. Van Jefferson's got to step up. I'm going to go with the Packers. I think Packers are as trustworthy of a team as there is. I know they just got in a shootout with the Vikings last week, but I think they're a better all-around team. I've said this for several weeks now. I think they're a better all-around team. Mm-hmm. I have more trust in them, more faith in them. I'm just I'm going to go with the Packers, even without Aaron Jones, who I don't think he's going to play. Okay. Go Packers. Well, even with Aaron Jones being out, AJ Dillon is more than a competent backup, so that's not too yeah. much of a drop off there. But uh, you know what? Sean McVay needs to prove why everyone's calling him this wonderkin and this offensive genius. He's coming off a of bye, so this is the game he has to show he can make adjustments and figure stuff out. So I'm going with the Rams because of that. That he this is basically his put up or shut up game in my mind because his the Rams are all in this season and. They've traded yep. for Von Miller. They signed Odell Beckham. You know, they made all these moves in the offseason. They are all in. It's Super Bowl or bust. And if they can't win this hard game in Green Bay, then it's bust, basically. I'm not saying they're dead for the season, but yeah. this is really the game to show it. And I feel like you have your bye week. You got the whole time to prepare. I'm going to go with them hesitantly, but this is only because McVay has to show he is for real, that everyone's talking him up with all these masterminds, and this is the game to do it. I mean, yeah, if they don't win this game in Green Bay, they're going to have to go back to Green Bay in the playoffs. Exactly. To get anywhere, they're going to be you know? a wild so card like, team. This is like either win now or, or have to play there in January, you know, like what you don't want to do. So I I agree with you. It, it's again, we I think we overuse this like must win thing, but these games are important, man. Yeah. They're super important for positioning. They're super important for mentality and momentum and all the things. So I hear you. I, I uh, it should be a really good one, really. Nice. And this, I think, will be maybe the second best game. So we got the Vikings traveling to San Francisco to take on the Niners. These teams are both coming off of big wins, Yeah, um, both starting to round into form. Who do you like here? Man, this is a fun game. You know, some of the other yeah. ones are just like icky, but this one's a fun one just because, yeah, they're both trending upward. The Vikings, uh, their offenses look great. Obviously, the Niners have two with Debo doing everything. So, yeah, this is a tough one. To, this one's a tough one to call, but it's a fun, tough one to call. Um to tell you the truth, I'm just going to give the slight edge to the Vikings. Just I feel like they have more ability and offensive firepower to outscore someone in a in a gun in a gunfight. You know, obviously we saw it against the Packers. They had the uh, the late winning 
field goal, they could keep up with that offense. And I just don't think the Niners can keep up necessarily with the Vikings. I think their defense is good, but I think the Vikings will be able to outscore the Niners straight, straight up. You're in a very violent mood today. You're talking about people getting in gunfights and lighting people on fire and all kinds of stuff <laughs> on fire and a trident. Yeah. You stabbed a guy in the heart with a trident. I mean, you're all over the place. Um, yeah, I think this could be a shootout and we've seen both these teams put up a lot of points recently. Um, both the defenses have enough pride that they don't want it to be a shootout. I, I certainly, I think I have a little more faith in San Fran's defense mm-hmm, than I do sure. Minnesota's. Um, and being at home and Minnesota having traveling cross country, I'm giving that edge to San Francisco for Ooh, that reason. Okay. I like their defense a little bit better. And if one of them is going to come up with a stop, I think it's going to be San Fran. And I don't both hate these it. Offenses are on a roll right now. So, uh, this, this could be a fun one. I think it will be. Yeah. I don't hate it. That's a, I, I can see that happening as well. Um, but just, you know, it's, is it's so violent because this is the greatest show. This is the greatest show. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Next, we are heading back to the AFC, sticking in the AFC North. That is checking out the Browns at the Ravens. This is what thought would have been a better game early in the yeah. year, but now it's kind of not. I haven't seen an update on Lamar in Hollywood. If Lamar's still ill or if he's going to play, I mean, I would think it wasn't COVID. I would think he should be able to bounce back in time to play this game. Uh, I did hear one report about something about congestion in his chest. So that's never fun, but (laughs) a steroid shot. And usually you can kind of get through that within a week, I would think, but um, no guarantees there. I'm taking Baltimore at home. The the Browns have been awful. I don't, I don't know what's going on there, but I have no faith in them. I'm taking, I'm taking the Ravens. Baker's getting booed at home. He's calling out his fans. I mean, he's clearly hurt. He's not able to do what he can, but I mean, even when he was fully healthy, he didn't look great this year. Uh, Ravens. Yeah. Even with Lamar, I mean, it's contingent upon Lamar starting. I feel like if he doesn't, you might give the slight edge to the Brown, but if Lamar's playing, it's going to be the Ravens at home. Browns are just, they're limping and not looking good. So what, what kind of uh, what kind of feedback is he giving the fans? Like, what do you want me to do? Throw it to Rashad Higgins? Like, what do you expect out of me? <laughs> yeah, it's it's a pretty sad state right now. Get real, Cleveland. You're the yeah. worst sports town ever. OK, You're the saddest sports town. Give me a break. Asterisk. Uh, that information comes from Fulton Cheese podcast. <laughs> These uh, opinions are our own. These opinions are our own. All right. Uh, Monday night, we're taking the Seahawks uh, traveling across the entire country to go to uh, Washington to play the football team. These teams both, blech. This is another blah game. Another yuck. What do you think is going to happen here? I don't know what's going to happen. What I think is going to happen, it doesn't matter what I think because the opposite's going to happen with this yeah. game just because it's so gross. You want to say Seattle. You want to because Russell's coming back. This will be his third game back. You still got DK Metcalf. You still got Tyler Lockett. Although biggest hit, Chris Carson out for the year. So, I mean, <laughs> that's obviously the biggest hit. Big dagger. Uh, but then you look at Washington. They beat the Bucks. They had a big win over Carolina. I mean, they are trending up. Woo! See, ugh, such a turd fest. I mean, not like the turdiest of the turds, but it's gross. Um, the uh, I'm going to pick Seattle. Just not feeling good about it. Yeah, I, I don't feel good about this pick at all. Um, but I, I agree with what you're saying, like, yeah, Washington's on a hot streak, but do you have any faith that Nathan Favre is going to pull it out three weeks in a row? Like, I really don't. I almost feel like I should pick against him because they've won two in a row, and there's right. no way they win three. I don't know. Um, that All that being said, I'm I'm riding with Nathan Favre this week. Right. I'm taking Washington at home. I don't like either of these teams. There's something off about the Seahawks right now. They are not looking good. And until Russ proves, proves that he can actually throw the ball to me, 
he is number one sitting on my bench in favor of Jalen Hurts, and number two, I'm picking against him until I see it. You know, and I believe I believe he'll come back. I believe he'll be fine. I, I think he's a, just an incredible athlete, incredible quarterback, all that. He's just not right. Yeah. Let's just say our, our confidence points. My confidence points in this game are not very high. Uh, you know, as we talked about with this uh, awesome better off app, you know, I, I actually picked this game and my confidence points. I think I put it as a two. A two. Wow, I think it is a two. more confident than I would have guessed. <laughs> I got a <laughs> one on this five. one. Uh, but speaking of better off, uh, this is the new app that we've been using. It's it's a really cool new app. Uh, data-driven sports betting app, but it's also just kind of for fun as well. Kemper and I are both in it. I know it took me a little longer. Get off my back, Kemper. I'm finally back on it. Mm-hmm. I'm being active. Mm-hmm. I'm following you. Are you following me? I am following you. Okay, good. Just I saw I had sure. an alert set up for when you came on. It would tell me, hey, Ethan has joined. I'm like, oh, there he is. <laughs> but uh, just a little bit more about Better Off. It's driven by deep data and analytics. Better Off allows new bettors and seasoned pros alike to track their sports betting picks in a simple, fun, and profitable way. With up-to-date lines from some of the most popular sports books like FanDuel and DraftKings, it's never been easier to keep track of betting trends, popular picks, and your own personal stats to provide a breakdown of what to bet, where to bet, and who to bet behind. Available in both the iOS and the Google Play Store, download the Better Off app today and be a better better today. That's B-E-T-T-O-R-O-F-F. I like it. I'll tell you what I did on Better Off. It's kind of funny because I was like, I was feeling the L's, man. I was just, they were stacking up and I was like, dude, this is not going well. I took a, uh, or I, you know, place, I didn't place a bet on here, but like I made a bet for my, my yeah, profile and profile. said, I put four confidence points on the Buccaneers to win outright against uh, the Giants. And I was like, I got to win something here. It's <laughs> something. Money line minus five forty odds. <laughs> like, well, I was actually doing really good last week with my my picks. I put four confidence picks in the freaking Titans though uh, against the Texans. So that was told my you not bad. to, dude. I, I told you, you not to, but I wanted to. I wanted four confidence points to pull me through, but no, it did not. What a great pair! That was my pair. only loss. So thanks a lot, Titans. Oh, so you're Mr. You're Mr. Moneybags. So Are you going to start locking your profile, becoming a pro? I might have, off. I might have to start charging. Cash. I might charge start charging picks. people to look at my picks. Love that feature. Hint. Uh, I'd love to be able to be good enough to start doing that. <laughs> right. Oh my gosh, that would be a dream. Just so you know, everyone, I have four confidence units in the Eagles over the Giants. Spoiler alert. Wow. Wow. What about this new offensive coordinator situation, though? What if uh, Daniel Jones starts lighting it up? Well, I guess that's why it's not five confidence points. Okay. All right. Leave room for that. Yes. Very good. All right. But hey, man, we started talking about a little bit, talking about the greatest showman. Now it's time to quiz your knowledge on okay. P.T. Barnum. Oh, my gosh. I hope it's not like about P.T. Barnum's life. <laughs> it's actually just a, I just read his biography. So I yeah, yeah. Random great. Great. <laughs> I'll know nothing about him. I'm not going to lie. I, I didn't have high hopes going into that movie. But when I watched it, I was like, I am just... I've been pleasantly surprised and feel good about it. Just, I love it, honestly. And uh, and like we got into the soundtrack. I think oh, the soundtrack before we maybe before we even saw the movie. Like the soundtrack is spectacular, and that's what it's like. We talked about this. Like that's one of those like Vivo right now, where like it just goes to oh, my house just all the time. You know, yeah. just like always cranking. So it was, it was it was Greatest Showman. Then it was Hamilton, and now it's more Vivo. Vivo. But um, yeah, you get a good soundtrack, man. It'll, it'll get you hooked and you'll watch the movie over and over again. I think honestly, that's why the, the only reason why I decided to actually check out the movies, because everyone just kept talking like the soundtrack is unbelievable. Da, 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 da. And I actually heard it on. Uh, I heard the greatest show 
on a pump up video. I was like, this song is legit. So that was it like, is, okay. I mean, it starts out and gets you pretty hyped. I will say. And I tell you what, uh, the remastered edition of the album is legit too, where they just get different artists, uh, their yeah. take on the songs. Like yeah. uh, panic at the disco did the greatest show. So good. That's pretty clutch. Yeah. I like that too. All right. But now, it's time to test your knowledge. I know it's been a little bit for me, so I don't know. Same how long here, man. I'm nervous about this one. Like Hamilton, you could keep you could keep them coming on that one. These Greatest are, Showman, it's been a it's been a hot minute. These are kind of hard. I'm not gonna lie. Come on, <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. Sure. <laughs> okay, maybe I'll try and mix up the order. So maybe you start with a win. We'll see. Or would you rather start or end with a win? I'd rather end with a win. Okay, I think. Well, well, I'll put but, that one um, back. Let's just mark down where we're at in the pod so we can go back and re-edit <laughs> yeah. this a little bit later. <laughs> I think beep. Oh, hey, we got a five yeah. out of five. Great answer. Okay. All right. Well, we'll start off hard. <laughs> what Gosh, does geez. the PT stand for in PT Barnum? I actually know that. No, that I, mean, I actually know. <laughs> yeah. Um, Phineas Taylor. He says that in the movie as well. Does he really? Uh, See, again, Phineas I, it's Taylor. been a while, so I can't yep. remember. He does okay. say in the movie. He Phineas does say Phineas Taylor is correct. Look at that. See? Okay. God. Uh, at least I got one. You got at least one. I got one. And you saved an easy, what you think is an easy one for the end. So maybe well, because it's, it's literally part of a song. And anyway, actually, there are okay. a couple of parts of songs. Speaking right. of, finish the lyric. Okay. <laughs> All right. I'm not going to sing because I would be brutal. Come on, sing. <laughs> when the sharpest words want to cut me down. Oh my gosh. This and this is me. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like this is one of those songs that I'm mostly just um, trying to lip sync and not saying the right words. <laughs> you just let it go. <laughs> yeah. I'm just like, <laughs> in your defense, I probably should have given you multiple choice because it's not like it's the most. It's not the most iconic line of that song. So you're not going to get it. It's when the sharpest words want to cut me down, gonna send a flood, gonna drown them out. Yep, there's no way I would have <laughs> yep, I have either not saying that part or definitely saying the wrong thing over and over again. <laughs> okay. Speaking of which, you remember that commercial that was uh, uh, Rocket Man? Where people were like finishing the lyric to Rocket Man? And I forget what it was, but like it just like zoomed a bunch of like random people in suburbia who were like, just singing the uh, cheap motor home and people's like <laughs> cheap cologne and somebody's like talking about like blowing up fusing loud alone don't. and you're like i haven't seen the commercial but i can, I can yeah. picture that fantastic nice all right so where did barnum meet jenny lind would you like a 50 50 chance on this or do you think you have it I'll give Where you two options meet? if you would like. Oh, he was in England visiting the yes. Queen. Yes. Yep. Well, that is allowed. Obviously, the full answer is Buckingham Palace, but I will give you England meeting the Queen. So, yes. Yes. That is yeah. where he met the singer. Philip Carlisle introduced them. Ooh, little Philip. All right. Two out of three. So far, so good. Man. Okay. All right. I, you know what? If it's two out of five, I feel fine, honestly. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> All right. James Gordon Bennett was Barnum's fiercest critic. What paper did he write for? Would you like them? I have it as multiple choice. Would you like the choices? Yeah, give me choices. All right. Is it the New York Times, New York Herald, or New York Post? Hmm. I'm just going to go with the Times. 
It is not the time. Is it the is the is the Herald? It is the Herald. Yeah, honestly, that stuck out to me at first, but I was like, I don't even know if that's real. Like, <laughs> is that <laughs> a real? I know the Times and the Post are real, and the Times and the, is like super old. So 1800s? like, eighteen hundreds. Yes, Herald sounds like more Herald. of an old eighteen hundreds name. But so actually, uh, growing up, there was the Boston Herald. My that's true. My parents hated that paper, but anyway. Okay. All right. So you've got. 50 50 two out of four all right here's the quote-unquote easy one only be- the only reason why i knew the answer answer is because it's in a song and i've sang this song so many times with my kids i'm like oh, yes boy. i know what okay. it is all right <laughs> the answer all is right. this is the greatest show boom got it <laughs> all right moving on three out of five so barnum convinces philip carlisle to join him what percentage do they agree on it's in the song um the other side 10 going with 10 huh i'm going with 10 that is correct. It is 10% because yes. yes. it's the best part of the song where they're going yeah. back and forth. Negotiation. Yeah, because he wanted to go to like seven. So he started, yeah, he, he offered maybe six or seven. And then um, the other guy said 20. It's like seven, 18, 8, 12, 9, 10. Why not just go ahead and ask for nickels on the dime? That was one, one of the original rebu- rebukes. Yes. So there you go. 10%. Got ten. for 10. Hey, Boom. three out of five, man. Those were hard. And that's not like one of those movies that's just ingrained in your head. It's the songs. So, yeah, that song lyric, it really crushed my morale on that. I feel like I was <laughs> I was off my game after this that. This is me. Yeah, it's a good. It's a great song. But so I'm going to just send sharp words to cut you down. That's all I'm going to do. Is just well, I'm going to let a flood uh, run around, run you out or whatever. You're going to drown them out. There it is. Drown you out. Yeah. Boom. Good How job, about we uh, switch gears and go to our DFS lineups for the week? <laughs> Let's do that. Let me hear what you're trotting out this week. What am I trotting out? It was weird. As I was doing it, I got down to my last two spots and I misread how much money I had left. So I had to like, shoot, I got to go so low for this, uh, for this team. But then I did. It's like, you have $9,000. Remember, oh. <laughs> you're like, ah, Cooper cup. Boom. <laughs> Honestly, that was very close. Um, Super Tell me hard. how you, so that's an interesting point though. Tell me how you strategize building your roster. Cause I think right. we do this a little bit differently. Maybe we do. Um, so I started with, I usually just start with just throwing a defense out there just because just get out. It doesn't matter. I'm just going cheap anyway. And then I generally go a quarterback and then one of the position players running back or wide receiver. And then I try and fill in from there. So um, you start with a defense. Start with the defense just to get yeah. it out of the way so that I can I see. I think I gave you my trick on that, yeah. And then um, and then I look at quarterbacks, see where I can find the best deal at quarterback, and then I kind of see. I never go for a top quarterback. Just That's my that's my thing. I never do. Uh, yeah. I feel like there's too much value if you go down lower that can get you the same amount. So. Yeah, my, my strategy is not all that different. So I'm, I'm typically going to spend on the bottom five for defenses almost every time. Right. And then I'm going to try and get a value at quarterback unless there's a matchup I just think is absolutely too good Juicy. to pass up. Because I've missed on like some Taylor Heineke's and Mike White. And so like, I've had some misses on the quarterbacks where I went too low and it got it got ugly. And so I was like, fine, I'll be safe and play Dak at 7,200. And then he and sucked. It. And I was like, you know what? Not worth it. Screw it. So I tried to save money on quarterback. Uh, running backs, I'm almost always looking at running backs who have got an opportunity because of an injury or something like that. This just mm. happens so frequently. Yep. I'm almost always going low on running backs. Occasionally, I will drop in uh, an Alvin Kamara or somebody if if they're on fire, Jonathan Taylor, if he's on fire, like whatever. But I'm usually going to go middle of the road there and spend up typically on receiver. Yeah. And then I and I almost always go junk on tight end too, you know, because I'm just like, who cares? It's tight end. It's like, interesting you say you usually jump up on receiver because that's kind of where I found my success. I feel like I've been missing on running backs a little bit. But ironically, this week I did not jump up on receiver. So yeah. 
Okay. Me. I'm all over the board. Let's hear it. Let's hear all what right. you got. Quarterback. Great game last week. Going with Justin Herbert going against the Broncos for 6,600. Again, I just thought that was a good price. You know, he was in, I think it was the bottom 10 or like uh, nine or 10 in terms of price. So can't he's, pass that he's been, he's been inconsistent. I mean, it's a great price for him. If you yeah. get the, the Justin Herbert of last week, who was like QB one, you know, like exactly. it's an incredible price. Yeah. All right. Starting off a running back here. I went with a little value or not even value, just a lower price. I went with Melvin Gordon in that same game just because yeah. he's been relatively consistent. Uh, he was only for 5,300. So I thought that was just for the price. It was, it was worth it. Yep. Uh, this guy, I hope he returns to form. Got James Robinson going against the Mighty Falcons defense. So I'm, I'm feeling this is a game where he can break back out. He was 6,200, so a little higher, but not not terrible for uh, what it potentially could be a great running back play. And then my wide receivers are where I kind of surprisingly went a little junky. Again, I was trying to save. Again, I think I was just looking at my budget weirdly, and I didn't realize actually I had more money than I did because I just went budget. <laughs> Uh, wide receiver one, Jacoby Myers of the New England Patriots. He didn't get a second touchdown of his career yet, but he's he's working there. He's going to get it against the Titans. It's going to happen. He was for 5,000. Again, just okay. the uh, Titans pass defense, a little, little rough. Again, I hated him. I've been hating on him all year, but he's been showing up. Brandon Ayuk of those Niners could be another shootout uh, with, the, with the Vikings. So he's for 5,300. Thought he was a good value. Got to love Ayuk. Yep. yep. And then going on Monday night, one DK Metcalf. I picked those Seahawks. So Ugh. he was six sixty five hundred. So I mean, I know that's cheap for him, and he can he can blow that out. That's but. the thing. I was like, oh, he's cheap. I know he hasn't done anything of late, but that's cheap. He can. So again, I went junky. I didn't realize I was going junky on my receivers. Uh, tight end, I got Tyler Conklin of those Vikings going against the Niners for thirty seven hundred. And then here's where I totally didn't realize I had money. And I was like, holy crap, I have this amount of money left, not even knowing it. Jonathan Taylor is my player. Oh, <laughs> I was, man, I was waiting. I was like, where is this dude spending what his money? And honestly, he was my last pick. I didn't realize I had all this money left. I'm like, holy shit, I can play someone good. <laughs> all right. Dang. Now that's, that's where it's at right there. Yeah. So I kind of just stumbled into Jonathan. Wow. Who's your defense? Oh, right. Defense is uh, the Mighty Texans. Yeah, twenty three hundred against the Jets. How much was was Simba? Ninety one or something like that. Ninety one. I was ho- I, yeah. And then I looked at Cooper. I was like, damn it, ninety six. Um, now you see how hard it is to make a roster when you have a ninety five hundred dollar player on your team, right? I do. I've been trying to throw out Cooper Cup. So, um, but the crazy thing is, like, prior to me getting Taylor, I wasn't like disgusted with this team. I was like, oh, that's some good. Value no, they're not. They're not that. bad. But they're like the five thousand dollar guys are not usually bad. There's always right. a couple of decent ones in there, but like. Kind There's of low, no, floor, like low floor, high ceiling, like a very wide range of yes, outcomes. Their with, window with is massive. Guys. Yeah. Okay. So not a bad squad. I like that. We have we have two the same this week. Damn. At quarterback, I thought this price was just way too cheap, and it's not a bad matchup either. At 5,600, I'm taking Cam Newton. I'm hmm. just rolling with him. All right. Super cheap. You got the uh, the floor, the high floor because of the rushing and um, a good matchup against Miami. Let's Let's go Cam. Um, I'm also going with James Robinson. So that ah, was one that had the same. Okay. I got James Robinson against Atlanta. I think he's got a he's got a shot to have a big week. Um, they're gonna have to rely on him if they're gonna get the job done. I'm I'm rolling with AJ Dillon again in Green Bay. Not Good because play. I loved what I saw last week, because I didn't love it. I thought I'd see a lot more, especially in a shootout. But I just think again, like if if they're gonna get that ground game going, it's gonna go through him, uh catch a few passes. He's still pretty cheap at fifty nine hundred. Yeah. Uh, Middle of the road matchup. That's we'll a good see. play. I like it. 
it was a little bit of a punt, but um, you'll see why. So wide receivers, I'm coming in heavy with Debo at 7,900, taking on the Vikings. Cooper, I also like that San Fran shootout. Is Cooper going to make an appearance? I don't think he is. If he went Debo, 79. Chris Godwin, 7,000, well, taking on Indianapolis. Cooper is out of the lineup. I regret not picking him. <laughs> Uh, so Godwin seven thousand taking on Indy. I think the um, I think their best coverage is going to go to Mike Evans, and Godwin could be freed up. He's been pretty money. I'm taking Elijah Moore against Houston for fifty six hundred. He was a bargain play. I don't love that Zach Wilson's starting, yep. but he's been so hot recently so with hot either right either eighty or ninety four fantasy points, depending on what time you check Yahoo for the last four <laughs> games. So uh, I'm going with Elijah Moore. Can we fight Stab am, Boy for that one? That was Stab Boy, right? Yeah, I'll figure out what happened. So I che- I checked it Sunday night, I guess. And when you do, so you can only check in Yahoo. You can only check last four games right. or like this week's Those. score or any any individual week you can do, you know, or averages, whatever. But you can't do like last five or last six or you can do last four games. It's like a stat. And so I pulled last four games and it showed all the stats I gave you yesterday in the pod. If you did it on Monday and pulled last four games, what that was including that I didn't realize was actually the last five games. It included a game five weeks ago. It's like there's like a transition period, I guess, where Yahoo you had the, you had the glitch in the matrix. The last one you had the glitch in the matrix where as it was updating, you somehow hit submit and it got like cut off. It's like perfect timing. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna sue. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna sue. <laughs> Defamation um, of character. It made me look stupid. Yeah, that's all right. It, it wasn't. It doesn't take much. <laughs> I'm suing a lot of people if, uh, if it was about getting stupid. I'd be in lawsuits all over the place. Yeah. All right. So tight end. Of course, I'm punting and. Uh, I had to even look up this guy's first name, Josiah wow. Deguara. Okay. He's a tight end for the uh, Packers. How much is this money? He is twenty six hundred. Maybe he did save it for Cooper then. He yeah, so he uh, he is super cheap, and he caught a touchdown last week. And Mercedes Lewis, he outsnapped Mercedes Lewis like three to one or something. Like, I'm not saying the guy's a stud, but like he's getting more looks than their stud. other tight ends. And so whatever, uh, twenty six hundred. Like you don't need much to to get All home right. on that moment of truth. Who's your flex? It's, I've only got 6,600 left. I'll just say uh, that. <laughs> it's not Cooper Cup, but Cooper, it I is hope. a guy I mentioned earlier, Deontay Johnson coming yeah. in All right. against 66. Cincinnati. 6,600. Yep. Thought that was a great price. He is, he has 12 or more targets unlike seven games this year. Wow. It's insane. The amount of volume he's getting. Can so, I, can I go back and redo my lineup to put Cooper Cup in it? Just so I hope nope, you get cupped. Uh, I'm not worried about it. I was really <laughs> sweating. I was like, there's no way Ethan's going to spend 9,600 on a guy. Uh, and then I'm going with the Texans as well. It's the same pick uh, here, 2,300. Well, at least they're the both lame picks. That's fine. I actually had the Jags going. And then when I heard about Zach That's Wilson, funny, so I, was like, I. I was like, Texans, boom. That's exactly what I did. Yeah. So there you go. There's All my right. squad. Okay. Interesting. I like I like this squad. I feel better this week. Your wide receivers are we'll very see. intimidating. Wide receivers are pretty good. Very we'll see what happens with uh, AJ Dillon's wild card. We'll see what happens there. Okay. Let me give you a couple sports book picks this week. As I mentioned earlier, I'm not going to do a parlay. I'm just going to sit it out because the spreads Smart. are too close and I don't, I don't love it. All right. So I've got three picks here. I got the chargers minus three over Denver. I like the chargers coming off that big win. Yeah. Uh, if their offense is still humming like they were, I think they can take care of business. I'm going green Bay minus one over the Rams. Ooh, I, I like, I like them. green Bay at home. Yeah. I like them at home and I'm I'm sticking with the Packers, putting my money where my, my mouth is. And then I'm hopeful, as we both are, in a shootout with the San Fran Minnesota game. I'm going over 48, which is already a high score, but they're both capable of putting up 35. I like it. They could go over. There's yeah. my sportsbook picks. I like those picks. I like the over for the San Francisco, Minnesota. 
Of course, I yeah. watch it be like a ten to ten game going into oh, overtime. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. But dang, all right, I'm in, I'm intrigued to hear what you got for us for the uh, dupe of the week. Before um, I go there, I just want to mention um, Ricky picked up Nick Westbrook Akine as well, and <laughs> what he is, is happening. Ricky, what he's in the upside that? down. Like I think he just listened to the Stranger Things podcast. He's in you the know, upside down. Uh, uh, he and I have been trying to work out a trade here. He yeah. wanted me to tell the audience hello for him, and hello. he's like willing to call into the podcast to discuss a trade. Uh, we don't have time today, right but I would, I would. I want to get him, to get him right now. <laughs> And say what is happening? <laughs> yeah, I would. Uh, you know what? Maybe we just get him to explain himself. Um, <laughs> let's see if I can work this out. But so I've got an idea for our do it bet of the week. Do it, do it, do it. And I think we do something similar to last week, but it's only the Thanksgiving games. Oh, so you got three games: okay. quarterback, running back, receiver, tight end. Quarterback, running back, receiver. Oh, so four positions. Okay. Yes, but only the Thanksgiving games. Woof. Okay, we're doing a snake draft again. We do a snake draft again. Uh, yeah. Okay, snake get, draft again. Pick, get old pick whatever Jefferson. you want. Get old Thomas Jefferson out. Okay. Just don't take Trevor Simeon from me. I'm going with Abraham Lincoln today. Oh, trying to reverse the curse here because I've been losing. <laughs> you know, losing I get, old. You know, Tommy Jay's been giving heads the whole time. Give me heads. Look at my boy Abe rigged. This is some crap. I That's call, a February boy hooking it up right there. Give me that shenanigans all right so i'm going first and i'm just going to take josh allen and just make, make this easy because <laughs> shit gets pretty pretty sketchy very quickly yes it does very fast all right so you got josh Allen. so i got the next two picks so you're taking simeon obviously yep so trevor off the board you're taking tim boyle slash jared goff whoever plays <laughs> all right i'm gonna go with um stefan diggs to kind of counteract Josh Allen. And I'm going to go with Zeke. Zeke is a good, that's a good play as well. Okay. Um, I'm, I'm boy, I got to tell you, I'm hesitant about this, but I'm going to go ahead and take a tight end because Ooh. you got to take a tight end next. I'm going to take Hawkinson. Hawkinson. Yeah. Because yeah. um, I don't need to, I don't need to take running back or receiver because you've already taken yours. Right. No. And then um, running back, I'm going to go with DeAndre Swift. So I'm Ooh, doubling okay. up on the Lions. Let's go. <laughs> One pride. Come on, baby. Give me that garbage time. Oh, hey, Swift's not a bad pick, man. He's actually probably, well, he is outperforming Zeke. So he is. Zeke yeah. was kind of a question mark for me. All right. For my tight end, I'm going to go with uh, Dalton Schultz. Yep. That was my other option. And. We'll see if CD is going to play. And I got to say, like, I don't know if I can do this contingency wise or not. And you get, you get real weird about contingency pick, blah, blah, blah. All your damn contingencies. I'd like to play CD if he's going to play, right? Submit a text. Uh, Can I switch? But I just love that you switched to the loser anyway. So it was fine. That did happen one time. Twice. Um, You did it twice in the same week. It was the best. Thank you for the (laughs) reminder. (laughs) Thank you for the reminder. So the Cowboys play the 330 slash 430 game. Uh, hey, the I Bears still gotta pick my quarterback, game. man. You haven't let me okay, pick my fine. quarterback. Yeah, you're right. Go ahead. Oh, you gotta wait for me, don't you? No, because you have the last pick. Because you were the first pick. Okay. Uh, okay. This is kind of sad, actually. I'm actually. Oh man. You know what? Screw it. Trevor Simeon. Trevor Simeon. <laughs> <laughs> Only because Dak can't throw to anybody, and I don't want to have three Cowboys on my team. I know, right? Okay. <laughs> oh, I think I just threw up again in my mouth. Yeah, I would too. <laughs> so what do we do here? Because I want CD if he's going to play, but 
we're not going to know right now, obviously on air, right. if he's going to play. So I think you're going to let go. me do this. You're going to say, no, I'm a gentleman. I'm good either way. I've got another, I've got a backup option. I, I don't know. You got a backup. I'll be a gentleman. I'll let you make your contingency. Okay. If CD plays and I have to know before the bears game, I'll say that. Okay. It has to, we have to know before kickoff of the bears game, if CD's yes. going to play. Yeah. Okay. Because the other guy I'm going to take is in the bears game. So why don't so, we say, yeah. Why don't we say noon Eastern time on Thursday? If we know that CD is going to play, not like he's going to he's going to go out before the game and warm up or something, you know, like with a concussion, you don't really do that. But if we know he's going to play before the Bears game, I'm taking CD Lamb. All right, but just in uh, transparency, who is your backup if he is not going? If he is not going to go, I'm taking Darnell Mooney of okay. the Bears. Got it. Okay. And we will know before the Bears kick. And if we don't have an update before then, then I'm going to default and take Mooney because it's not, not fair for me to wait till. Okay, yeah, so two, Mooney. Two so basically, Mooney is your play, unless you hear that CD is healthy before yeah, like the Bears. If we find out at two o'clock that CD is going to play, it's too late. I'm taking Mooney. Yeah. So basically, once the Bears game kicks, if we hear nothing else about CD, you got Mooney. That's right. Okay. Got it. I think that's the most fair way for me. To yeah, that's it. fair. I'm I'm okay with that. Okay. All right. Cool. So I say, <laughs> Josh Allen, DeAndre Swift, maybe CD Lamb or Darnell Mooney. <laughs> And TJ Hawkinson have more fantasy points than Trash Simeon, Zeke, Stefan Diggs, and Dalton Schultz. Do it, do it, do it, do it. Well, I think Superstar Simeon, Stefan Diggs, Zeke, and Dalton Schultz will have more fantasy points than it should have been Trash Allen, not Josh. So Trash is the better play than Trash oh, Simeon. Fine, fine. Then Trash Allen, CD Lamb slash Darnell Mooney, DeAndre Swift, and TJ Hawkinson. Do it, do it. Do it, do it, do it. Wow. All right. So this was a jam-packed episode, man, prior to Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving to everybody out there. Hope you all enjoy the time. Enjoy some good food. Oh, but Kemper's giving me the signal. He's got something else. I got something else. We're not done just yet Uh-oh. because this is a real treat. Our boy Ricky is going to answer for himself live on the air. Oh, we right got now. a phone call ringing. Hey. Ricky, you're on the air. You are with live. Oh, the cheese, the podcast. So I just uh, passed my baby to my wife and said I had to go take a business call. This is a business this call. Is this is why. Absolutely. No judgment Absolutely. from us. We've all done We're it. We're treating this like a business. Good. We is should. Your co-host there too? My co-host is here. Let me, um, you know what? I've got to unplug my right, you headphones. Get headphones in. We got to get Ricky to hear the full experience as if he's in the room. Let's see how this sounds for you, Ricky. Ricky, okay. there, man. We're, we're excited to hear from you. I can hear you. I there can hear go. you. Nice. How's it going, boys? We are doing great. Happy we are um, happy Thanksgiving to you as well, sir. Yes. We are. We have mentioned multiple times in the podcast now how you are picking up the most random players. Yeah. Uh, like, what, what is we, happening? Well, guys, I'm uh, um, a little thin at wide receiver. <laughs> yes. So, we noticed that. Desperate times call for desperate measures. Well, I was like, you know what? Ricky, my boy Ricky just picked up Khalif Raymond. <laughs> <I was> like, <laughs> now he's picking up Nick like, Westbrook. Khalif, maybe I can watch him on Thanksgiving Day. It'll be a great time. Maybe he'll put up five points. Maybe not. Yeah. Well, you know, I was telling Ethan, uh, he was a burner, at least in Tennessee. He's got speed. He's he's yeah, not a big guy, he but he's got speed. Like, if he gets away for one, you might be all right. But. Yes. Ricky, that's I'm the thing though. Is he going to get away for one? And is is golf going to start? 
Oof. But Ricky, I'm just loving the activity I'm seeing on the boards right now of how many transactions you have made in the past half an hour. It is spectacular. Yeah, I'm struggling, guys. I'm struggling. I'm actually at the beach right now. I'm focused on the ocean, but oh I'm also gosh. focused on trying hey. to fix this absolute debacle I'm in. Wow, what a humble brag. He's like, oh yeah, my gosh, yeah. I'm at this lowly beach vacation <laughs> for Thanksgiving and uh, oh, my wide receivers are terrible. Like, how about here at all? Right how now. about <laughs> taking the time off the beach to come and talk to us? Now I feel honored. Absolutely. I really do. I'm, I'm a big fan of Folding the Cheese. If you're not listening to Folding the Cheese, then you need to be. Nice. I love that right endorsement. Yeah. You know what? You know who didn't sorry, put in a random guy. one star review? Keyboard <laughs> Warrior. It wasn't my boy Ricky. I'll tell you that. <laughs> it was not. It was. I was the Tony Pollard Zeke comparison review. He's got a five star on there because he loves it. I'll take. The, I'll take Tony Pollard all day. I'll take it. Ricky, well, listen, guys. My guy Kemper offered me a really intriguing trade. And I'm really close to accepting it. What but is? If you it? look at my squad. I'm six and five headed into the final weeks of the season. That's the back half before we hit the playoffs. And the thing I, that is keeping me from accepting this trade is Pittman hits a bye. And then I think his last three matchups, I know Kimper loves reading, uh, looking at the, the green, yellow, and red matchups. <laughs> he does. Kind of indicator on Yahoo. I, I just don't love Pittman's matchups. Yeah. So I texted Kimper before I hopped on this call, and I was like, Kimper, would you consider – Maybe swapping Pittman for Godwin. Ooh, so what's what's the overall trade though? I'm giving him the Najee Harris, which Please. is good for 18 a week. More than that, minimum. Pretty true. Pretty true. And he, and I'm trying to send him back David Montgomery and Pittman. This guy is literally. We said it. He's literally trotting out Khalif Raymond yeah. and Corey Davis. Maybe Nick <laughs> Westbrook Akine this week. I don't even know that the Tennessee Titans player I just picked up. I don't even know who this guy is. He pulled but a somehow, hammy. Somehow, he just pulled a hammy as soon as he picked him up. I'm but sure. Somehow he's projected for 12 points. <laughs> they have no one else to throw to, Ethan. I'm telling you. Uh, so the audience also needs to realize. Kemper's team is stacked full of receivers like I've never yeah. seen in my life. It is stacked. But Pittman's on his bench right now. Pittman is on my bench. Like, come on. But I got to tell you, I love having that depth at receiver. And one of my concerns is that AB is going to get picked up by immigration or something. And he's fraudulent, <laughs> fraudulent passport, yes. fraudulent vaccine card. Ice, Ice comes after those who have Ice poor coming vaccination after cards. <laughs> he's not a real citizen. I don't know what's going to happen with him, dude. Uh, it's valid. Waiting for the I other think, shoe to uh, drop there. AB is in the glass case of emotion. He is yes. in the glass case of emotion. <laughs> well he is. Um, so, so. Okay, so you're, you're thinking about Najee for uh, David Montgomery. You want him to make it Chris Godwin. So if it's Chris Godwin and Dave Montgomery, you will give him Najee. That's what you're saying? Yeah, I, I think I would, I would accept that trade. That's, that's, that's it for me. Yeah, Man. I'm going to have to think on that one because Godwin is is one of my that's boys. Fair. That's fair. One rider dies. That that that, that, that that ratchets up the trade quite a bit. I mean, like I have to win at least two games these next couple of weeks, and Pittman going on the bye is destroys me because I think if I get Pittman, that's probably the best receiver on my team already. Oh, a hundred percent is the best receiver on your team by like a mile. That's a deduction of eighteen points at least for that. I don't think he scored less than that, like in the entire year, right? His low, very consistent. Other than week one, Najee. I mean, week one, he only had six points, but other than that, his lowest output is seventeen points. Yeah, he's been money in the bank. Montgomery is not a slouch. I mean, it's not like I'm giving you some turd. Yeah, I, I agree with that. I agree. I agree. Ricky, uh, not because I have a horse in this race, like I'm playing Kemp or anything this week. I think you hold out for more, man. 
<laughs> yeah, think so? That's my jerk co-host right there. <laughs> well, guys, I've been uh, learning from Kipper since I was 18 years old. That's actually true. And um, I still have yet to overthrow the master, so I'm trying. I'm trying my best. He's a child I took under my wing. Nice. I like it. <laughs> it was like a big brother program. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Ricky. Hey, man, have a great Thanksgiving. Enjoy the beach. Enjoy the beach. beach. That new baby of yours. Have a blessed Thanksgiving. I appreciate you taking my call. Thanks for the call, brother. We'll talk soon. Bye. Bye. Wow. Ricky, trying to get me, man. I hope he does. I mean, uh, so Najee for Montgomery and Pittman is a solid deal, but he makes a valid point, you know, with the bye weeks. That's brutal, especially where he's at, especially wide receiver-wise. Godwin, I mean, you have the ability to – trade away at chris godwin i uh, do you do i, I do. know it, i it, love that having that luxury you know you do. and that's the thing you at this point you are looking for upgrades and Najee harris is an upgrade over dave montgomery yeah again true. i'm trying to be impartial here because i don't want you to get Najee harris right now because obviously we're playing this week and i and like ricky i need this win but if i'm looking at it completely as an outsider you'll still have deontay johnson debo samuel and Michael Pittman with the potential of an Antonio Brown as your wide receivers moving Again, forward. And this goes back to what we talked about with nuke. Like if I knew a B was coming back next week but, and he was going to play, like I would probably do the deal. Cause I, I actually even, have as much faith in a B as I do. Godwin. Like I'd be great. Even, be if, like, even if Antonio Brown doesn't come back now, then listen to who your running backs will be. Jonathan Taylor, Ezekiel Elliott, Najee Harris. I know it does sound pretty nice with your wide receivers still being Debo Samuel, Deontay Johnson and Michael Pittman, Michael Pittman as your third people want him as their second or first. So you need to shut the hell up. And if you, <laughs> if you do this deal, I mean, I'm unbiased right now. You should do the deal. <laughs> Someone is not in the Thanksgiving spirit. You're killing people. You're shooting people. You're lighting people on fire. Yeah. Don't tell me to shut right. the hell up. This is a uh, good kidding. luck with him this weekend extended family yes and alpina i'm coming for you alpina look out he's coming in hot um i will think about it i'll, yeah. I'll give you an update i get it though next it's, week that's a tough call it's it, as he said it's a good deal for both of you um but it's yeah it's tough it's tight yep yep always enjoy hearing from our fans feel yes. free to give us a shout anytime we'll get you on the air like our boy ricky who's a loyal fitc listener loyal so, folder we love it tell you hey yeah tell your friends about the pod they we get them on too we don't care who they are they can jump on here uh sign up for the email list email.foldingthecheese.com shoot us a note on twitter or an email kemper foldingthecheese.com uh twitter we are at the fitc podcast or me at kemper troll hit us up we love hearing from you write us a review and if it's a one star you better say something about it and identify yourself because we're coming for you we're doing it remember i have a trident watch out ethan is on a freaking hot streak right now he's tear. tear Ooh, yeah we both said tear nice look at us all right dude have an awesome thanksgiving up in alpina man hey man and you too glad uh creighton's hosting this year so enjoy the extended fam and your mini christmas happy holidays also you suck it's rivalry week suck it suck oh, it right i forgot suck one uh do it but it's always keep folding fold it Cucumbers. Now you. I just gotta go. Oh, okay, go be.